The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. Welcome to Football Full Circle, live right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens. He is Scott Wetzel, and here we are during Combine Week in the National Football League with a focus on Indianapolis. Scott, we are hearing from players for the first time as Combine Week gets underway. They will work out closer to the weekend, but a part of what happens in Indy is speaking with the media, with players themselves, Scott, interviewing with teams around the National Football League. Our focus is on the prospects looking to make that move to the next level, but also just some of the offseason storylines as we hear from head coaches and front office personnel and general managers as they descend on Indianapolis as well. Yeah, that that's really I, I'm more interested in that, Ben, to tell you the truth. And hmm. that, you know, how many times do you hear a GM talk, right? Not really not that often, not as much as I think most fans would like. So, you know, we're getting a bunch of insights. We're getting the Green Bay Packers making some comments, some some really interesting comments about Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. You got the Dolphins with the two attacks, which I gotta tell you, I'm very surprised that they're actually considering not uh putting that fifth year on his uh, tag. Uh they, they should Google Danny uh, Jones and figure out how the Giants are now in a hole because of that situation so I, I like i said I, i'm uh, more curious to hear what some of these executives are talking about their teams and the Bengals with t higgins and, and all that good stuff yeah certainly so scott there's a lot of conversation from people we really haven't heard from in over a month at times since the end of the nfl regular season or when their team was knocked out in the postseason that we can now get to hear from and the plans for the offseason moving forward and some of the biggest names in the sport that will highlight this offseason but scott some breaking news as well on this wednesday morning from indianapolis maybe not from indianapolis but rather athens georgia but concerning a player that was scheduled to speak in Indy on this Wednesday. Defensive tackle Jalen Carter, the two-time reigning back-to-back national champion Georgia Bulldogs, Scott has been the subject of an arrest warrant in Athens after being implicated by the police for racing in the crash that took the life of his former Georgia teammate Devin Willock and a Georgia football staffer in Chandler LaCroix. According to the athletic or the Athens Police Department, Scott, the investigation found that Chandler LaCroix, driver of the 2021 Ford Expedition, and Jalen Carter, driver of the 2021 Jeep Trackhawk, were operating their vehicles in a manner consistent with racing shortly after leaving the downtown Athens area at about 2.30 a.m. This fatal crash occurred on January 15th, 2023. In the Athens car County Police Department has secured arrest warrants for Jalen Carter for reckless driving and racing. Scott, a lot of this happens off the football field, and that's what's important here. I like to remind people that when things like this, serious matters like this unfold with athletes that we follow, with a prospective top five pick in the National Football League, yes, there is that component to the story as well. That is why, unfortunately, it is notable. But Scott, this is a tragedy. Two lives were lost. Former Georgia football player in Devin Willock and Georgia football staffer Chandler LaCroix. Yes, this has implications on Jalen Carter's draft stock and what his future now holds in the National Football League. But, Scott, there's also the tragic loss of life here that needs to be taken into account when we start to have this conversation. 
Yeah, ultimately, though, Ben, I, I don't think it'll affect him as long as he's not landing in jail, uh, you know, which he could. You know, who knows? Um, and that's the curious thing. I mean, I kind of doubt this investigation will be wrapped up and everything will be decided upon by, by the time the draft is. So, I mean, not to minimize the deaths, but if we're just talking draft status, right? what does a team do? Uh, do they draft a guy that, the, you know, could be in jail six months from now? Do you not draft a guy? Do you lower it? Is it a, is it a steal in a second round, third round? Does this, this guy, you know, this is a traumatic thing, right? I mean, you're in a car and, and you, in essence, kill two people. I mean, where's your focus now? Do you even care about football anymore? Uh, well, that's a weird, you know, it's a sad story, obviously. Um, but I don't know how teams would handle that. I, I You know, I, I guess the interview process with, with Carter will, will tell a lot, but I personally, I think I'd steer clear. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing, Scott. Jalen Carter, as this report indicates, was not responsible for the two deaths, but was involved in the reckless driving that, at least in the car, operated by Chandler LaCroix, the former Georgia assistant or football staffer that unfortunately passed away, as well as as former Georgia football player Devin Willock, that – he was involved in racing in that manner, and that's what the arrest warrant is for, reckless driving and, in this case, uh, as well as racing. So, Scott, as it pertains to Jalen Carter, both of the charges, according to the Athens-Clark County spokesperson, say that both charges are misdemeanors against Jalen okay. Clark. Later today as well, uh, at least earlier this morning, excuse me, Jalen Carter was scheduled to speak to the media as a part of all of the events happening in Indianapolis at the scouting combine. Of course, that did not happen. No press conference was held. Head football coach at Georgia, Kirby Smart, released this statement just about an hour ago. The charges announced today are deeply concerning, especially as we are still struggling to cope with the devastating loss of two beloved members of our community. We will continue to cooperate fully with the authorities while supporting these families in assessing what we can learn from this horrible tragedy. Again, Jalen Carter has been the focus and the, a suspect of an arrest warrant in Athens, Georgia, for reckless driving and racing linked to a fatal car crash on January 15th that took the life of his Georgia football teammate and a football staffer associated with the UGA football program. Jalen Carter is projected to be a top five pick in this upcoming April's 2023 NFL Draft. We'll look at some more off-season storylines up next here on Football Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. 
We are back live right here on Football Full Circle on the Sports Grid Radio Network. He's Scott Wetzel. I am Ben Stevens. And, Scott, the focus is on Indianapolis. Again, we hear from a lot of personnel around the National Football League in the front office, head coaches, maybe even some of the prospects getting ready for that next step in the NFL, hoping to hear their name called over a span of three days at the end of April in Kansas City in the 2023 NFL Draft. But, Scott, like you alluded to, a lot of attention maybe for most around the NFL isn't so much on those prospects, but on what GMs are saying, on what head coaches are saying, what clues they are giving us and sound bites that we can take from the Combine Week in Indianapolis about their plans for the offseason and some of the biggest storylines that will be thread throughout. That includes, Scott, of course, Aaron Rodgers and his future in the National Football League, perhaps with the Green Bay Packers. Yesterday, Scott, in Indy, GM for Green Bay, Brian Gutenkunst, did speak with the media there in Indianapolis. He said that he had not really spoken to Aaron Rodgers at length since the end of the regular season, had not heard from Aaron Rodgers since Aaron returned from his darkness retreat late last week in Southern Oregon. But Aaron Rodgers, Scott, did go on the Aubrey Marcus podcast to discuss what he learned from the darkness retreat and maybe shed a little light on his future in the National Football League. This is what we have to bear through when it comes to gleaning any sort of insight from Aaron Rodgers on his future plans. And Scott, it got the sense that from a lot of people that listen to that podcast, I have not, that Aaron Rodgers talked about the darkness retreat, how he feels now, and a little bit about his future in the NFL. I ultimately, Scott, believe a lot of the NFL and how this offseason plays out is awaiting Aaron Rodgers' decision. But when we heard from Gutenkunz yesterday, Scott, and what he had to say about the Packers' plans moving forward and their thoughts and evaluations on Jordan Love, Scott, I think both parties need to be taken into account here, what Aaron Rodgers' desires are and what the Green Bay Packers organization might look to do as well. So, Scott, what do you think is best for both parties, Aaron Rodgers on one hand and the Packers on the other? Yeah, it's it's weird, right? I, I, I will say this. I, I don't think Rodgers and Jordan Love will be teammates next year. Now, which one's going to stay in Green Bay? Which one's going to leave? I'm not sure. But I don't think they're they're going to be teammates next year. Uh, the, the comments from uh, Gutenkos about Jordan Love, I think he's ready to play, and I think he's ready to be an NFL starting quarterback. And then, then when asked about Aaron Rodgers, well, he's a great player. And until we have conversations, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. You know, he kind of meandered his way around the direct question of will Aaron Rodgers be his quarterback next season. I, I think they, Green Bay's had enough of Aaron Rodgers. I, I think they really want Rodgers to come to them and say, trade me, trade me, get rid of me. And I think they would acquiesce that. Um, I, I think they want to hand over the reins to Jordan in love now rather than you know have him sit another year i just don't think that's going to be possible because you get you got to pay uh, rogers 60 million dollars and then you're going to have to pay the backup and then you got to you know give him the fifth year guarantee so it, it's weird but i i think they really want to move rogers um you know i i didn't listen to that podcast either no matter what it, i find it interesting though ben don't you that the, the gm and in essence the packers organization hasn't talked to aaron Rodgers since the end of the season I mean, the end of the season for Green Bay has been well over a month ago. W- wouldn't you be calling yeah. him like every couple of weeks and, hey, what's going on, Aaron? You know, what are you thinking? And, you know, we want to give you your space, but, you know, what's going on? You got to be back from this retreat now for almost a week. And they haven't called him to figure out what, what his plans are. It is what, what a crazy Scott. organization. For sure, but I think you know what you're getting yourself into when you're dealing with Aaron Rodgers. I think that Gutenkutz probably thought to himself, all right, I'll hear from Aaron Rodgers and whatever veiled comments he has to make in due time. I know he is going to take his space. I know he is going on this darkness retreat, and we'll hear from Aaron at the end of it. Aaron did say, much like Gutenkus also said, Scott, when speaking to media in Indianapolis, that they hope to have a resolution here very, very soon, that Aaron Rodgers said he did not want to hold the entire offseason up by what his ultimate decision is going to be. Scott, you said that Green Bay wants Aaron Rodgers to tell them they want to move on. I agree, but I also think the Packers will have some influence in that decision. In kind of in those conversations with Aaron Rodgers, say a similar thing. Listen, Aaron, it's been a great 18 years, my man. Nobody can ever question what you meant to this franchise, a Super Bowl, four MVPs, all of that, albeit a few times, falling short with a ton of optimism in the postseason. But you know how this works here. 
We have had sustained success at the quarterback spot for the better part of the last three decades between you and Brett Favre. You entered your fourth year as the starter replacing Brett Favre. It is Jordan Love's about to be year number four in the National Football League. It is time for both parties, for you and what's best, and for us and what's best to move on. I do believe, Scott, the Packers organization, their brass, Brian Gutenkunst and everybody involved in Green Bay is going to have a say, I think a significant say, on what they expect Aaron Rodgers to do and what ultimately will be decided as we enter 2020. 23. So, Scott, I pose this question to you like this. Who do you think would be the favored side if you had to make a match bet between Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers in terms of being the starting quarterback week number one for the Green Bay Packers in 2023? Who's favored to start under center, Love or Rodgers? I'd say Love. I'd say Love. uh, I I think a good 60 to 65 percent Love, 30, 35 percent uh, Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, I, I wish Green Bay, Ben, you know, they have the, the 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 balls, if you will, to draft quarterbacks while Aaron Rodgers is still in his prime, right? If they have the guts and the wherewithal to not really draft big-time wide receivers, uh, why don't they just have the guts to just go to Aaron Rodgers and say, listen, Aaron, that's it. We're handing the reins over to Jordan Love. Now, you want to be on a team? You're going to be the backup. It's up to you, but we're ready to turn the page. We, we did this with you, with, with uh, Favre, and we're doing it now with Jordan Love. So it's completely up to you what you want to do, but we are starting Jordan Love next year. So you want to sit the yeah. bench, knock yourself out. If you want to get traded, then we'll trade you. Why can't the Packers yeah. just do that, Ben? And maybe they will, Scott. I think those conversations will be had in some form or fashion of what is best for both parties in this situation. Because it's not just Aaron Rodgers. And frankly, Scott, I think the Packers might be a tad fed up with Aaron Rodgers kind of dictating how this goes, waiting on hand and foot for his decisions the last two off seasons. Was he going to retire to become the host of Jeopardy? No. Then what did he want to do last year as they shipped away Devontae Adams, his favorite target for many, many seasons in Green Bay? I think they're a little bit tired of waiting on Aaron, I think they will look to exert some influence and they have every right to do so here the rest of this offseason. And I honestly think, Scott, that Jordan Love would be the favorite side as well. Would it surprise me to see Aaron Rodgers return to Green Bay? Not necessarily, because you have to give the Packers a benefit of the doubt here, Scott, at least in likely destinations for Aaron Rodgers in 2023. The incumbent, the person that has been there for two decades nearly, has to have a factor into this conversation. I don't think it's a cold break, clean turkey. All right, Aaron Rodgers is playing somewhere else in 2023. I think there is still a shot, Scott, despite how weird this offseason already has been between Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay and how the last couple of years there's felt to be this divide between the two parties I still think there is a chance even though it might be slimmer this year than years past that Aaron Rodgers is a Green Bay Packer next season oh yeah I I don't yeah there's definitely a chance but after you've come so close and so many times and after what it's kind of like the Raiders situation with Derek Carr right Raiders throw him to the side and now you have a gazillion teams thinking he could be their savior it's you know when does Green Bay just say that's it we tried we failed you know how many times are we going to keep on going to the well it's just it's not happening with him we, we tore the team down here just a little bit you know we don't want to part as enemies but you know it's, it's just time to turn the page on this whole thing and, and not to mention you know, if you really did have him agree to be traded, what could they get for Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, the Packers front office has got to be salivating at the prospect of getting a couple of first-round draft choices. I would think maybe a, a one and maybe a number two, but they, they would get a boatload for him, right? So, yeah, yeah, I just think it behooves them to just say time to move on. Without a doubt, Scott, they're going to get a bounty back for Aaron Rodgers. We saw the going rate for Russell Wilson last year, and Aaron Rodgers is a step above that even before Russ's disastrous 2022. We're talking multiple first-round draft picks. We're talking a large trade package back for Aaron Rodgers. But again, you have to take into account here that Aaron Rodgers is owed more than $50 million next season. More FFC up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. We are back live right here on Football Full Circle on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159. He is Scott Wetzel. I am Ben Stevens. Scott, we have said it multiple times now with the focus on the scouting combine in Indianapolis for the NFL. It's not just about the draft prospects and who's working out and looking good in shorts and doing this here and saying what to the media. It's also about speaking with front office executives that will control the decisions their NFL teams make this offseason. A storyline, Scott, that had already made its way out there is that T. Higgins was maybe on the trading block for the Cincinnati Bengals. He wanted wide receiver one money and behind Jamar Chase, although he's as good of a number two or one A as you will find around the NFL, he maybe wanted a new opportunity. Well, General Manager Duke Tobin, who for Cincinnati, who spoke yesterday in Indianapolis, did say, Joe, that he doesn't really think that Trading T. Higgins is going to happen, saying, quote, trading T. Higgins is not on my mind. If you want a receiver, go find Jerome. That was from Duke Tobin. Again, the general managers, uh, the general manager, excuse me, of the Cincinnati Bengals. So, Scott, that's an interesting wrinkle because it seemed like T. Higgins was going to be on the market for a team to make their number one wide receiver, pay him the money he desired, almost like we saw with A.J. Brown, wanting a big payday from the Titans, not getting it, and finding his way to fill Philadelphia on draft night. It could be smoke screens. It could be whatever. But Scott, how do you assess the situation for T. Higgins in Cincinnati? Well, I tell you what, uh, you know, unless they franchise him, which I don't think they would do, I, I think they're going to have a tough time signing him next year. I, I really do. I mean, listen, you, you got to find money for Burrow. You, know, you got to find money uh, for all the other defensive players that are, that are studs. That are, you know, the defense is actually halfway decent. We always think of Cincinnati with their offense, but uh, the, the defense is, is really good. I don't know how they could fit that many max contracts because somebody would give them a max contract, right? I mean, so I don't know how, unless he wants to give them a hometown discount, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. I think they got one more year with him. And unfortunately he was drafted in the second round, not the first. So you can't do, you know, there's no fifth year option that the, these teams have with first round draft choices uh, when they're drafted in the second round or later. So they got one more year. I, I really think that's it. Um, unless they cut a whole slew of players, but I, I don't know how they're going to fit three max guys, basically, on offense with one of those being a quarterback. When you look at T. Higgins, Scott, I think there's really a large market for him out there. I think on any other team, he could be a substantial number one receiver in the National Football League. He's going to be paired with Jamar Chase. It's a wonderful three-headed attack that Joe Burrow has at his disposal for the Bengals when you throw in Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and of course, Tyler Boyd. Hayden Hurst came on this year at the tight end spot and some talent in the backfield as well, led by Joe Mixon and Samaj P. Ryan. There's a ton of those offensive pieces that the Bengals Bengals have seen great success with here in the past two seasons. Of course, a Super Bowl run, ultimately falling to the Los Angeles Rams two years ago, and a second consecutive AFC Championship game appearance on the road in Arrowhead against the Kansas City Chiefs. So, Scott, I think there is a ton of resources for T. Higgins still as a member of the Bengals, but I do think it would be a large amount of teams 
asking about him if he truly was on the trading block looking for that payday. And that's what it might ultimately come down to. Because really, Scott, when you look at it, that's what A.J. Brown wanted. He wanted the big deal with Philadelphia that he ended up receiving. That wasn't going to happen in Tennessee. So as this draft process plays out for teams around the NFL, where maybe people are valuing T. Higgins more than they would a prospect, maybe Cincinnati Scott feels like they can get somebody at the end of day two or the beginning of day three that they could fill into T. Higgins' role, that might be their plan moving forward. I'm not comparing anybody to T. Higgins necessarily or saying they could overcome and maybe have the same type of production that T. Higgins has in Cincinnati, but that could be a plan for the Bengals, Scott, throughout the next few weeks as the NFL draft process plays on. Maybe they fall in love with a guy they think they can get day number two. He's going to be an adequate replacement for T. Higgins. They don't share that with anybody, obviously, and they still get a handsome return for T. Higgins as they trade him away somewhere else. Scott, the team that first comes to mind when I think of potential landing spots if T. Higgins really might actually be traded would be the Chicago Bears going out paying him which the Bears have a ton of cap space to do this offseason and getting Justin Fields a true number one wide receiver at this NFL level yeah that wouldn't be I was thinking of that too before you said the team I said I got a feeling he's gonna say the Bears and lo and behold it was the Bears now listen you're not gonna get that number one overall pick obviously for Higgins but the question you have for Cincinnati is you know, let, let's say there is a guy that you really like, right? I'm sure there will be. Uh, wide receivers are now, they're, they're so plentiful nowadays. So it used to be the running back. Now it's the wide receiver that everyone wants to be growing up. Do you, do you hold on to Higgins this year and just give him one more run? Or do you trade him, you know, and get a younger guy as, as productive as that younger guy may end up being? I don't think he's going to be as productive as Higgins was last year, right? Not, not a lot of wide receivers has come right in. Um, that that's the question. Do I, do I give up uh, Higgins now and, and maybe kind of forfeit a little bit next year? You know, Mixon's on the books. I was reading uh, that uh, for like $10 million this year, and there were some sites that suggested they might cut him. I, I would keep him, Ben. Um, I, I, I'm The window to succeed in the NFL, generally speaking, outside of Kansas City and, and the Patriots with Brady, it, it's just, it's, it is. It's a three or four, you know, year window. And I don't shorten that if I don't have to. So I would hold on to Higgins unless I, you know, listen, you want to give me a top 10 pick. Okay. But late, even a late first rounder. Nah, I'm not, you know what? Let, let me go one go. We could win the Super Bowl next year with, with this Cincinnati team. So I wouldn't do it personally. It, it would be interesting, Scott, to see the evaluation for T. Higgins, right? You mentioned he was an early second-round pick for the Bengals when he came out of Clemson a few drafts ago. Oftentimes, prospects, regardless of how well they perform in the NFL level, unless they really over-exceed expectations, and T. Higgins has been great, but I don't think he's been the top-five best receiver in the National Football League that would garner a first-round draft pick. It's like a car leaving the lot. Scott, they lose a little bit of value. And for Cincinnati to get a second rounder back or even a third rounder, that's probably the going price for T. Higgins. You're not going to find a first rounder for him if Chicago is that potential destination. Certainly not the number one overall pick. And so that is going to be the conversation for Cincinnati moving forward here the rest of this offseason and what they ultimately decide to do with T. Higgins if they keep him in-house. I think that's a really good move, Scott, because, of course, he was a huge component of this Cincinnati success each of the past two seasons. Scott, we talked about this, myself and Joe, yesterday a little bit as we were going through FFC. Right now, still, on the FanDuel Sportsbook, the Cincinnati Bengals do not have the second-best price to win the AFC or the second-best price of AFC teams to win a Super Bowl. It remains to be the Buffalo Bills. Kansas City, rightfully so, is booked as the favorite in both of those markets to win Super Bowl 58 for their second consecutive Lombardi Trophy, their third in five seasons and their second straight AFC championship. Scott, they have hosted the AFC championship five straight years. They have won the AFC West Division seven consecutive seasons. I think this year, Kansas City is deserving, and rightfully so, booked as the favorite. But Scott, it's Buffalo ahead of Cincinnati. 
Where I made the argument yesterday, I would flip that. I believe the Buffalo Bills are in that top three tier, that Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Buffalo are a peg above everybody else that might be contending for a conference championship in the AFC. But I would give Cincinnati the upper hand over Buffalo because I think the Bills at times, Scott, not trying to take away from what Buffalo has done overall in their success the last two, three seasons, but I think the Bills at times, Scott, are given the benefit of the doubt for losing football games in favor of actually winning football games, which the Bengals did last year and the Chiefs the year before that in the divisional round. But Buffalo continues to have the optimism from the odds approach. The Bills, Scott, even have a better price to win Super Bowl 58 than the team that got there from the NFC last year in the Philadelphia Eagles, which I find a little bit interesting. Where do you think Buffalo should stack up within the AFC? And that is funny, right? You're right. They get more credit for losing these close games because people just think, okay, that's going to be the source of motivation. That's going to get them over the hump. You know, you got to learn your lesson. This, that, and it just doesn't happen with Buffalo. I, I would have them no higher than three. Uh, certainly not behind Kansas City, obviously. And I would put them definitely behind uh, Cincinnati. So uh, three at, at best, you know, maybe the Chargers, depending on what happens with Lamar Jackson with Baltimore. Uh, if the Dolphins uh, declare two of tags, you know, 100% healthy, you know, I could see them even really being a better shot than Buffalo. I tell you, Leslie Frazier quitting yesterday was kind of a weird you know, why now he's their defensive coordinator. They've been, you know, rock solid on defense in, in the uh, five, six years he's been there. I, I don't know, Ben, if he got frustrated, upset, he didn't get a head coaching gig. But for him to walk away from that situation, I wouldn't minimize that either. Um, I put a little more credence into these coordinators leaving than I think most other people do. But that that's mm. a, you know, that's a big blow. A new coordinator has to come in. Even if it's a guy that's currently on staff, it, it's still just a new face, a new wrinkle here or there. Um, I, I think that's going to have an effect on Buffalo. So I, I, they are what they are. I, I think they're a second round, depending on the seedings, third round and out. I don't think they're getting to the Super Bowl next year, the way it's set up. It's really interesting. Scott, I think Leslie Frazier deciding to walk away this year. He said he's taking a one-year sabbatical, hopes to return in 2024. I do think it will get lost in the shuffle as this offseason continues to go. But we are late in the game when it comes to that coaching carousel, perhaps. Yes, there are still plenty of qualified candidates out there for Buffalo, either internally or elsewhere, to find a very suitable defensive coordinator. And there's a ton of talent, of course, for the Buffalo Bills on that side of the football as well. But Scott, Leslie Frazier... He shouldn't be, but he might be by some Buffalo fans remembered for the final two games the defense put up in each of the past two seasons. 13 seconds against the Chiefs. They come down the field. They kick the game-tying field goal. They march the length of the field. Buffalo cannot get a stop. In overtime, Kansas City wins. Coin flipped. Be damned. And then, of course, against the Bengals in a banged-up offensive line where they were missing three key starters, they didn't sack Joe Burrow in that AFC division around game. And Burrow and his Bengals seemed like they were carving up that defense at times. So it will be something to follow throughout the rest of this offseason. More football full circle up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. 
It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. We are back here on FFC, live on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM, Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens. He is Scott Wetzel. And, Scott, the offseason continues to unfold in the National Football League. So many storylines as we go around what is happening currently in Indianapolis. It is Combine Week and what that means for the rest of this offseason. NFL draft prospects looking to make their name, to carve out their future in the NFL. And, of course, everything that is going to happen around the National Football League the rest of this offseason with the movers and shakers, the GMs, the front office execs, all of that in one place in Indianapolis this entire week. They're scouting, Scott, but they're also saying, giving us a little bit of clues as we keep going in this offseason. Scott, yesterday we heard from general manager of the Chicago Bears, Ryan Poles, who said that we are sticking with Justin Fields. He is the future of this franchise at the quarterback spot. So there should be some optimism for Chicago. They will get a huge trade package back in return for that number one overall selection, as many teams will look to draft a quarterback using that first overall pick and trading up to do so. Scott, they also have more than $90 million of cap space. After the Atlanta Falcons, Scott, released Marcus Mariota yesterday, according to the Falcons, they have now closer to $64, $65 million worth of cap space. They are the only two teams, that being Chicago and Atlanta, that have more than $60 million of cap space this year. If the Falcons are in that 65 mil range, Chicago is the only one above 70 mil, above 80 mil, above $90 million. The Bears estimate to be around $91 million dollars got in cap space this offseason so the Bears can drastically and need to after only winning three games in 2022 but Scott Chicago can drastically alter the future of their franchise this offseason it is a dry, uh, ginormous offseason in the Windy City yeah, I mean, it's amazing to think a team can be 91 million when we have other teams cutting really good players. You know, in Tampa Bay, uh, with, with Leonard Fournette yesterday, and, and other yeah. clubs. You know, having to get under the salary cap, and yet a team can be almost a hundred million under. It's like, how does that happen? If they are sold on Justin Fields, let's assume what he said is is true. Then, if I'm the Bears, Ben, I'm looking. To this is where a good GM shows he's a good GM. I'm turning that number one overall pick into three, not two, and certainly not one. I'm looking to turn that number one overall pick into three number ones, whether it's two this year, one next year, whatever the case may be. If I'm not going to use it, uh, I'm not handing uh, you know Houston the number one overall pick in essence for a quarterback since the Bears wouldn't be taking one then uh, three number ones has got to be his goal to get in return for that. Yeah. Oh, they, they are going to, Scott, get so much. Maybe not just in this year's NFL draft, but they are going to get another first-round draft pick this year. They might get multiple later-round draft picks or another first-round draft pick this year as well. But I could see a second and a third and things like that of the nature that Chicago will ask for in return. And maybe a first-round draft pick next year's draft, the year following, whatever it might be. Ryan Poles should be utilizing this situation to add all of the draft capital for Chicago this year to make substantial improvements and to protect them in years to come. Scott, when you look at just Fields, there might be some conversation around the National Football League if he is the right quarterback, in fact, to build around. That maybe Chicago in the fourth or fifth round this year sees a quarterback out of college that if things don't work out for Justin Fields, at least there's a guy to push him there in that quarterback room in Chicago. I think I've shared with you, Scott, my thoughts on Justin Fields. I am incredibly high and optimistic about what he is able to do at the quarterback spot once Chicago invests in protecting him and then giving him tools on the outside to actually throw the football too. That's why a guy like T. Higgins, if he is in fact on the chopping block from the Cincinnati Bengals, makes a ton of sense to me as it pertains to Chicago and Justin Fields. But beyond that, Scott, when I look at Justin Fields, he ran for over 1,100 yards this year. That was the second most in NFL history. Let me actually check the number to make sure I had that correct 
in terms of what Justin Fields. He ran for, yes, 1,143 rushing yards this season. That's the second most in a single season in NFL history for anybody playing the quarterback position only behind Lamar during his MVP season a few years back when he ran for over 1,200. The reason, Scott, that maybe he had to take off and Luke Getzey, the new offensive coordinator in Chicago, started designing actual run plays to highlight the talents of his young quarterback in his second year. But one of the reasons that Justin Fields had to scamper and get out of the pocket and make the most out of plays that he did on a highlight basis week after week is because the Chicago Bears offensive line was abysmal. They gave up 65 or 55 sacks this year. Justin Fields was sacked 55 times, tied for the most in the National Football League alongside Russell Wilson. So, Scott, that is a big factor in how you assess the numbers of Justin Fields in his second year and should, at least in my estimation, provide a little bit of optimism and hope that if they protect him better, Justin Fields will only be able to perform better, leading to more wins for Chicago. Yeah, I I would think that would be the case, right? You know, if you want to play the fantasy game, if you're Chicago, right? Are you sold on fields? You trade the number one overall pick. You get the three uh, number ones back in return, whether, like I said, two this year, one next year, whatever the case may be. You call up the Saints. Michael Thomas wants out of New Orleans as bad as bad can be, right? Then you call up the Bengals, and, and you say, we're going to throw you a, a decent, you know, mid to high first-round draft choice for T. Higgins. And now, all of a sudden, you're bringing in two really good wide receivers, and, and you have the money to pay both those guys. That, you know, it, it's there for the Bears. Like I said before, if the GM knows what he's doing, that, that situation is not as bleak as, as it may have appeared last year. You know, again, if you believe in fields, give him some real weapons so you can really evaluate him based on him not being able to hit, you know, all pro wide receivers versus, uh, you know, a bunch of bums. Uh, it wouldn't take much for, for Chicago to reload that offense, Ben. And, and as you said, you got to do something with that offensive line. But almost every team says the same thing about their offensive lines. Yeah, absolutely so. Everybody's trying to get better on the offensive line to protect their quarterback, which is the most important position in the national Football League. Scott, as it goes around the NFL, the quarterback is going to be the biggest storyline of the entirety of this NFL off season what people look to do in the draft and of course that veteran quarterback market we started off talking about Aaron Rodgers I think there are many teams waiting on what Aaron Rodgers decides with Green Bay to figure out what their plan is are they going to go the veteran route trying to get a free agent that might be available like Daniel Jones if you pay him enough money maybe a Geno Smith Derek Carr Jimmy Garoppolo all of those added into the fold and I think first and foremost Scott the team that is anxiously awaiting what Aaron Rodgers has to say is the New York Jets, maybe outside of the Green Bay Packers. Because if Aaron Rodgers tells the Packers, and if the Packers decide as well, that it is worth exploring trade options, you know the New York Jets are going to offer up a ton to get Aaron Rodgers to New York. So, Scott, do you think the New York Jets, ultimately next year, if you had to say a couple of quarterbacks that could start for the Jets under center week number one, is Aaron Rodgers at the top of that list? Yeah, I, I, th- I, th- I think that's where he's going to end up, believe it or not. I think I think the Jets will outbid the Raiders uh, because everything we hear from the Jets is it win now, win now, win now. Uh, the owner's coming out saying they're doing whatever it takes. That we got to get a veteran quarterback in here. Uh, if he's on the open market, the, I don't think the Jets will be outbid. Now, Rodgers may say, I don't want to go to New York. I'm, I want to go to the Raiders. He may say that, but that Jets team will not be outbid for Aaron Rodgers. So because of that, I think that's ultimately where he will end up. I don't think he's going to be in Green Bay next year. I really don't. I I think they're ready, as we talked earlier, I think Mm -hmm. they're ready to turn the page, and I think he is as well. It's just, does he want to go to Green Bay to Aaron Rodgers in New York uh, slash New Jersey, Ben? I mean, that that is, you talk about night and day. Now, Vegas would be the same, but... It's still, that that is a huge difference yeah. between playing in Green Bay and playing under the lights in New York. Not that he can't, just the attention right. and all the other stuff that comes with being here in New York. Aaron Rodgers has been a little bit snarky in the past couple yep. of years. Aaron Rodgers to a few media members, namely Pat McAfee, has opened up and shown a different side at times. I look forward to, if this happens, If the New York Jets do acquire Aaron Rodgers, the relationship between the New York media and Aaron Rodgers, I can only anxiously await those press conferences as well. Scott, when you look at a couple of other names that New York might be considering, that being the Jets, Geno Smith has been floated. Joe Douglas was in Indianapolis yesterday, the general manager for New York, and was asked plenty of questions about that quarterback spot. 
Geno Smith would be fascinating because, Scott, he was drafted by the Jets early on in the second round of the 2013 NFL Draft. Started from day one, started all 16 games his rookie season for New York. From a yardage component outside of this past year in Seattle, it was his most prolific year, but he threw 12 touchdowns in 21 interceptions. He did have five game-winning drives that year, funny enough, for the New York Jets on their way to an 8-8 eight and eight record. Those five game-winning drives for Geno Smith, his rookie campaign in 2013, the most in the National Football League that year. Then year number two in 2014, Scott, for New York, a 3-10 and 10 record with Geno Smith as the starter. He started 13 of the 14 games that he played in. And then from there, was on the bench for two more years with the Jets. Another year in New York, but with the Giants. Then made his way to L.A. and, of course, has spent the past three seasons in Seattle. Became the starter this year after Russell Wilson was traded to Denver was a pro bowler, was the NFL comeback player of the year, and there should be some optimism around Geno Smith. Scott, is there any world you think Geno Smith returns to where it all started and is the quarterback for the Jets in 2023? No. No. I, I think uh, I, I think Sam Darnold has a better chance of being the New York Jets quarterback again than I do uh, <laughs> Geno Smith. No. No. That, that, that ended ugly. I know it's different regime, different GM and a whole, you know, but no, I don't see that happening at all. I, I really don't. Uh, I could see the Mets or the Mets, the Jets, you know, either saying Zach Wilson's going to be our guy. Uh, maybe the Jets call up Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Uh, maybe they, uh, well, they, said, they call up Carson Wentz, uh, believe it or not. I mean, uh, yeah. No, I, I just I don't see any scenario where Geno Smith is back in, with the Jets. I, I really don't. Scott, speaking of the Washington Commanders who have let go of Carson Wentz, Ron Rivera, the head coach, was asked then, is Sam Howell your starting quarterback? You spent a fifth-round pick on him in last year's NFL draft out of North Carolina. Ron Rivera was pretty simply saying, no, he is not our starting quarterback. He will get the work with the ones throughout this offseason as we assess our quarterback room, but by no means is Sam Howell our starting quarterback quarterback that's fascinating Scott because now what does Washington look to do add them to the list of teams in this offseason that has a question to answer around the quarterback spot Washington drafts later on in that first round middle of the pack there in the first round draft order well they look to be one of those teams trying to move up the board it might not just be for that number one overall selection Scott of the Chicago Bears but there's a couple of teams In that top 10, the Arizona Cardinals at number three who don't need a quarterback. We'll see what the Seahawks do if they decide that they're going to move on from Geno Smith or stick to him, maybe placing the franchise tag on Geno this offseason. There's a couple of teams early on, Scott, that even if you move up by just a few picks, you can better position yourself for a quarterback. Bryce Young. C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson on the rise, and, of course, Will Levis as well. So, Scott, there's so many teams here in that first round that have to make a change at quarterback. And with Ron Rivera saying Sam Howell is not our starter, they can be added to that list as well. Yeah, I mean, there's some serious, serious teams like Washington, Carolina, the Raiders, Texans, Saints. They don't have anybody realistically. I I mean, unless you're going to go back to Andy Dalton again. So there's going to be some movement. You're going to hand over the keys to a franchise, though, to a rookie quarterback. I I don't know if there's really that many in the draft, man, that are worthy of that. You know, sit on the bench and learn, yes. Hand over the keys to the quarterback, to, to the team? I don't know about that. I think the draft position, Scott, has to match up with some of these guys. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, top five picks, completely good with that. Others we'll discuss up next on Football Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. Just a few more minutes left live right here on Football Full Circle on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM, Channel 159, and all across the Sports Grid Radio Network as well. I'm Ben Stevens. He's Scott Wetzel. Scott, you said something there as we were discussing teams that might look to move up the board to draft a quarterback early on in the first round of this upcoming April's draft. And I think it is worth saying that even if you are high on an Anthony Richardson or a Will Levis, I would not be on Will Levis, but that's just my own take. But let's say you are high on Anthony Richardson. You see him more as a development than a project-type quarterback where he needs to sit on the bench for one to two seasons and figure it out, which is not really what happens anymore in the current state of the National Football League. You have to make sure, Scott, in my estimation, the value kind of matches up with it. If you trade up to number five overall and take Anthony Richardson over C.J. Stroud, I think you've done it wrong. If Anthony Richardson falls into your lap and you need a quarterback around 12 or 13 in the opening round that makes more sense to me so yes both valuable first round selections early on in the top half of that draft order in the opening round of the NFL draft but the value Scott in my estimation needs to be a part of that conversation as well yeah, I mean, and how much you really, really like the guy and how much can he control it? Uh, he may be ready physically. He might not be mentally, might not be you know, physically or might not be mentally, but he is. You know, it, it all kind of depends. But I, I'm not a big believer in just handing the keys over to the franchise unless I'm rock bottom. If I'm the Houston Texans. OK, but, you know, Carolina right there in the world think they can win. Raiders obviously think they can win to just hand over the keys to a rookie who, you know, is going to have to have, a, you know, a learning curve. I don't know. That, that, that's difficult, but th- that's what choice do these guys have, I suppose? Yeah, Scott, right now you do kind of hand the keys over and hope for success right away. It is generally what happens now in the NFL. Could some quarterbacks like a Zach Wilson have benefited from time to sit and learn? Maybe, but if you're drafting that high, who are you learning from? And what is the expectation then moving forward? He's Scott Wetzel. I'm Ben Stevens. That does it for us today on Football Full Circle, live on the Sports Grid Radio Network. But keep it locked right here. The Money Line is up next. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.